So we got an announcement to make. For the first time in a very long time, long there will time. be a techish live show. Live show, live in show. In the house, it will be in London. If you're listening in the states, one day we will we will be in the US. But for now, this one's in London, October 25th. Yeah. The link to get your tickets will be in the show notes. They probably will go fast, so grab them while you can. Yes. And it will be techish, but in person. We may have some special guests. Special guests. Watch this space. Yeah, it's your chance to mingle and jam with other your listeners, favorite hosts. the community, and of course, yours truly. Yep, yep, yep. Link in the show. Let's go get that. AI is eating the web as we speak. And what that means for business leaders is this. The time to embrace AI technology is now. Because for people like us, automation helps us do more with less while continuing to meet and exceed business expectations. It's basically magic. If you haven't tried HubSpot's new AI features, you should do that. Content Assist and ChatSpot are two brand new tools that will immediately save you and your team a whole bunch of time. HubSpot's features run on ChatGPT Tech to help you make compelling content and manage your CRM way faster than before. We're talking ad copy, data analytics, workflow automations. So work smarter, not harder, and head to hubspot.com forward slash artificial dash intelligence to learn more about using AI to streamline your marketing, sales, and customer service ops. Link in the show notes. Yo, everyone, welcome back. It's me, Michael Bahane, and I'm joined with... Avidesi of Hustle Crew. Avidesi in the house. So first story that we got to dive into is everyone's favorite lawyer, Kim K. She <laughs> was fined $1.26 million. Drop in the ocean. Yeah, for real. Apparently, so during the hype of the crypto mania, she was plugging this thing called Ethereum Max, which has no relation to Ethereum, just okay. any fake crap Ethereum coin. Ethereum Max? Never even yeah. heard of that. So essentially what was happening is during the kind of crypto bull run, people yeah. were just making up any token with any kind of name. There was Dogecoin. a squid game token. Poop coin. Yeah, poop coin. <laughs> Come rocket coin, no lie. So these guys had come up with Ethereum Max, I'm assuming the guys, and they basically went to a bunch of celebrities, paid yeah. them all kinds of money wow. and said, promote it on your social media. I think Floyd Mayweather got involved. Obviously, Kim K got involved and Kim K posted it without saying, you know, hashtag ad or anything like that. I remember that. Yes, she was yeah. like, hey guys, this isn't an ad. I'm yes. just going to tell you about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneaky. So it's basically a pump and, and dump. And illegal. Yeah. So it's literally textbook pump and dump and she's been fine dropping the ocean really but i think we're gonna look back now at that last crypto wave and i think there's gonna be a lot of bodies that are gonna have to like you know wash up to the shore because it's like even like legitimate vc firms mm. were just like you could tell they were cashing out on little tokens everyone launched a um, crypto yeah, fund yeah everyone launched a crypto <laughs> fund i mean that's fair enough but there was a lot of people that were basically investing in crypto projects mm. getting upfront you know tokens yeah and then like dumping them basically i'm we sure that happens tech-ish coin. no I, I said no in it yeah do you think this is well overdue now like should people like pay the price for duping like their followers because imagine being like a normal follower of kim k you're thinking okay yeah. like this is a get rich quick scheme like let's go like this is skinny t 2.0 which we yeah. talked about on the show as well you know this horrible skinny t like fad that went around all the celebrities purported to say that this is what keeps me slim this is what keeps me trim in reality it's their trainers and plastic surgeons that keep them looking that way went all across social media promoted it to their young fans parents became deeply concerned because teenage girls are incredibly impressionable and increased cases of anorexia, bulimia, and of course, increased purchases of skinny tea yeah. that did not make those teenage girls look like, you know, Kim K and all the celebrities they admire. But yeah, crypto was overheated. 
it was like full of scammers. I think the story that I always come back to is the New York Times expose that ran like earlier this year around summertime, where they spoke to a lot of people in the black and brown communities in the US that were specifically targeted right. by a lot of these, you know, like you said, like non-dominant crypto coins, yeah. really encouraged to take this once in a lifetime opportunity to maximize their capital. These are communities that do not have generational wealth, right? A fraction mm -hmm. of the generational wealth that their white, wealthier counterparts do. These were very sophisticated campaigns that's targeted these like vulnerable and underrepresented people, offering them an opportunity to get rich quick, diversify mm -hmm. their portfolio. Most of that has zero value right now. Yeah. So there are people who are literally crippled in the crypto boom. And it does make you wonder, you know, whether there was something nefarious going on, right? Because mm -hmm. like marketing is so sophisticated now, especially like social media marketing, like any kind of internet based performance marketing, you can be incredibly tactical with how you like design your audience and how you design who speaks to that audience. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, Kim Kardashian deserves that fine because she knows the rules and she broke them. It's 1.26 million probably Stuffing. doesn't mean that much yeah. to her. I think what's far more interesting is looking at the people who are still making money off crypto now and what the true cost of that was because there are right. bankrupted families, yeah. bankrupted individuals, people who are not like Kim Kardashian and, and cannot afford to lose 1.26 million who will be forever impacted by that as mm -hmm. will future generations to come. And I think that is the real crime of crypto. And we're not gonna hear about those stories. Yeah, absolutely. I remember being the bad guy during that wave and I was just telling people, yo, slow down. Mm -hmm. Or at the very least, take your profits. You've made money, cash out. Yeah. Oh, but it's gonna go to the moon. I don't wanna miss out. Oh, and I know people who have got mortgages that could have cashed out and probably put a serious dent into those mortgages. Oh my god! I'm like, bro, what do you want me to do? I can't tell you if Come Rocket's going back to the moon. It probably isn't going back to the moon. <laughs> like, it's a Don't put you. your pension in Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah, oh, so man. yeah, it's difficult times. And obviously, listen, like you said, like a lot of black and brown people, I don't know if they were, I'm sure there were incidents of people being preyed on, but also in terms of, I think people genuinely out of good nature were like, yo, this is the, ch I'm making lots of money mm. right now, at least on paper. Let me tell my friends and family. Yeah. And I remember knowing crypto was about to pop when I had uncles and just aunties coming up to me saying like, oh, what do you think about like, I'm like, what do you know about investing? You've never invested in anything in your life and now you're telling me about Ethereum <laughs> and Ethereum. I'm like, yeah, this is going to pop. Anyway, I, I hope feel like people were buying, right. people were buying NFTs like they were treasury bonds like or like NFTs. fucking first cut Beatles albums. Yeah. People were like on OpenSea, like, yo, like I somehow have like cracked the code to Love. like cash in on this like future high value thing. And like, do you even hear people talking about OpenSea anymore the way they used to? So I know that 99% of the activity has declined basically on OpenSea. Wow. Wow. Yeah, people were shopping on that like it was ASOS yeah. and sales season. Did you buy anything like, in the end? I think you said that you were tempted, right? I bought my like abadesi.eth oh, or right. whatever. Yes, I don't because everyone was buying name. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I overpaid for mining fees when I bought that. How much was it? Can you say? I can't even remember. It was like a few hundred, I think. Yes, yeah, but I looked it up now and it's like one of my friends was telling me she has also like a very unique Nigerian name. She was saying that when she was first trying to buy her name in the hype, it was like going to be almost a thousand dollars by the time she paid mining fees. Did it the other day for 30. <laughs> patience patience is key yeah man. you know the only people i still see speak about nfts are like i follow a lot of artists mm. and to them it did seem like a window to like you know getting some wealth and actually monetizing their art yeah. in a kind of constructive way so i do hope nfts end up being real t for that extent in terms of yeah, like actual artists to kind of make money but the whole frenzy obviously was a complete hype but yeah i hope everyone's portfolio is looking okay-ish it's crazy because even if you own genuine companies and genuine stocks, your wealth has been whacked in the last kind of however many few months, right? Mm. So let alone owning assets that are backed by nothing that don't re necessarily represent nothing. So God help my crypto people. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. Anyway, next topic.
Yeah, so just like a quick idea segment. Like I was on Twitter and I saw that Seth Rogen, um, the actor and comedian, he basically was doing a company. And I think, listen, oh. I think he's, he's been big into weed. Like if you watch any of the movies, they're, they're high in every movie, basically. Like, <laughs> yeah, Pineapple Express. What? Yeah, exactly. There we go. Like, so obviously now with legalization in many states or at least decriminalization, he's starting his own weed brand. Like, and I was just quote tweeted it. The announcement and i was like listen i like seth rogan you know i fuck with his movies i think he's a funny dude but i just feel like all this influx of like legal weed companies mm-hmm. while there are people still languishing in jail for the yeah. exact same product i just feel like there has to be some kind of pledge whether that's you know whatever percentage they want to choose but there's gotta be a pledge where you donate a certain percentage to either criminal justice reform or to the individuals in question who are languishing in jail to help set them up once they come out and if you're a cannabis user, then at least you can be like, okay, let me support a company that at least is trying because watching people get filthy rich or get really rich on a product when there are so many people that are in jail for that same product, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And like, I just don't see how that kind of injustice can continue. Like, and I think there are people that are trying to like make right laws to, to, to rectify the situation. Yeah. But in the meantime, like private individuals and private companies, like you got to do better. Like, do you know what I'm saying? And I think people will support 100%. companies that like, you know, that back that pledge. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It can be voluntarily, like it can be voluntary, but like, you know, there's got to be something. So it's just an idea. I hope somebody goes out there and makes it because I'm not even in the States. So I can't even, I Come won't even people, get involved. Make it happen. No, but I remember when like TechCrunch published that article and it was like all white team in front of their like factory and they're like, oh, just close funding for this cannabis company. And someone like screenshotted that. And put on Twitter, I was like, yeah, my cousin's doing time for being caught with one joint. And it went viral. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, the whole cannabis conversation makes me so uncomfortable as a Black woman. Because there are so many narratives around cannabis, all the ones tied to people of color, that are so negative and so harmful. And then now that it's being decriminalized, you know, famous white celebrities are entering this space. They've been able to create a new narrative around cannabis that's completely distinct from all the other ones that existed. And now there's like conflicting narratives around cannabis use where it's like on the one hand, oh my God, aspirational, fitspo, mm-hmm. great, whatever. But then if the same product in the hands of a black person, it's just like, oh, that's gangster. Oh, that's like, mm. oh, you know, oh, whatever negative things that people can say. So yeah, it makes me feel really, really uncomfortable. One yeah. thing that I will w- say is um, I recently discovered this podcast called Broccoli Talk. Okay, yeah. Which is for people who like cannabis. And it's just really, really interesting and amazing and funny because they they have a lot of these conversations about, you know, cannabis across different identity groups and, and society. And it's been really, really enlightening to have the same point that you're making explored further by people working in the industry and, and people who just love the product. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Hey everyone, you know what time it is. Time for us to pick up another podcast on the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. We've got another show under 30 minutes, you know how much I love those. And it's I Digress, which helps to eliminate complexity, complications and confusions in your business with framework strategies to achieve scalable and sustainable success. Hosted by Troy Sandage. This podcast will give you the blueprint to grow and scale your business much faster. The I Digress podcast lets you learn marketing frameworks, sales tactics, business insights, mindset shifts, and proven methodologies hosted by Troy Sandage, aka The Strategy Hacker, who's used these skill sets to launch over 35 plus brands and generate over $175 million, million in revenue for clients worldwide. Go check it out. I Digress is also a Webby nominated podcast. Go support that brother. He's doing his thing. I Digress. The story we've got to talk about is all within the realm of Adidas or Adidas, depending on how you mm. want to say it. I think I'm more of an Adidas kind of person. I think that's a British thing. Okay. But basically, 
it's a tale of two celebrity partnerships. Yes. So there was one with Beyonce called Ivy Park. Have you, is it Ivy Park or Ivy Park? Ivy Park. It's Ivy Park. And it sells out too quickly for me to own any. I'm sad. So you want to, you want to buy some? Oh, yeah. Because apparently you're the only dope. one. Because right now oh, the sales are down. <laughs> really? I think they have projected sales in like two, three hundred million ranges down to like 63 uh, million. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. But essentially they're not making any money. I'm surprised uh, by that. Given like Beyonce's albums was like one of the hardest albums of the last year. Well, this is the point I wanted to make. I feel mm. like sometimes there's partnerships with brands that just don't make sense. Is Beyonce kind of within that fashionista realm? It honestly felt like to me, everyone saw Kanye make a billion mm. of fashion. Rihanna yeah. making a billion of makeup and whatever. And it was like, how do we align Beyonce with something? And I never had a pin down as that fashion person interesting i don't know do you feel like that's a, a like a an alignment in in brands that makes sense i guess maybe a more sensible one i mean she's definitely like a sex icon so maybe she could have done a lingerie thing that's Possibly. why i think rihanna's doing so well with way like too close savage to rihanna Fenty. Though, you think yeah but she could have been first because yeah. ivy park's been around for longer than savage Fenty. has it yeah are you sure, are you sure about that we have a fact, fact check that one <laughs> <laughs> we have to get a fact yeah, check like ivy park drop was like 10 years ago right easily okay. yeah 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 okay i mean it's interesting because i feel like streetwear has also evolved a lot since mm. the ivy park ivy park partnership first drop in a way it was kind of like one of the first ones like celebrity right. sportswear drop and you could argue that maybe they kind of asked that transition for like sportswear into luxury right which is now very common and which the pandemic helped accelerate because we all got that very comfortable wear. yeah definitely but it, there's a lot of competition in that space now like 100%. you can get a gucci tracksuit you know what i mean you can right. get fancy fancy stuff so if you want to look sporty and be fancy there are a lot of options out there yeah and i think the other thing about the deal that never made sense to me from what i'm researching she gets paid 20 million a year no matter what, what. no yeah. matter what good negotiation <laughs> skills but, but then how do you if you've got a business that you're setting up with a business partner mm. and they're getting paid 20 mil yeah regardless of the outcome they've yeah. got no skin in the game no matter mm. what really do you know what i'm saying it's a lucrative deal they can and maybe it might last for a few years but either way she's walked away with 20 uh, million 100 every million probably. year they don't no even do what. a drop every year do exactly they? i don't think they do i'm or maybe, sorry that's just bad negotiating on that's bad business but they probably were desperate because beyonce's beyonce beyonce's the queen mm. of, of this whole thing and also the other thing do you see beyonce wearing her own arms i don't see that when with kanye he's no. head to toe easy because yeah, 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 you know he yeah. believes in this you know kanye's so arrogant he probably I'm wearing the best clothes there ever is because I made the best clothes there ever is. That's true. And I don't think Beyonce has that passion for garms like that. She's also not out in the public like that. I feel That's like true. the good thing about Kim K and like yay, like when they were about to drop stuff, they'd be all Pushing over the hard. press, like yeah. wearing and social it. media. Friends would be wearing it. They'd be like front row of a Lakers game, rocking it. I feel like Beyonce, first of all, especially since she's been more focused on her kids, isn't out in the public eye like that the way right. she used to be. Like when her and Jay first started dating, and I'm talking like ten plus years yeah. ago. So there's that. She also when she's out and about is usually rocking couture like mm. she's wearing top luxury designers and maybe in some ways even she has outgrown ivy park like how often is she walking around in a tracksuit she fancy um so then speaking of adidas the other thing mm. speaking of yay i can't believe we're here already rumor has it now yeah they're considering rekindling their relationship no <laughs> shut up they put them on a timeout no because what's happened wow. the numbers have dropped now and they are on the verge of losing oh, a bag snap. of money so i think what about the anti-semitism so they are with that now you know they're what fine with that are they i think the financial wow. punishment <laughs> was so severe they forecast to loss, lose over a billion dollars in sales yeah i think 500 million in profits mm. and they've got a whole bunch of stock that's unsellable interesting basically so what do you do in that situation i think the initial plan was for them to rebrand the easy and i don't know called them bz whatever <laughs> i don't know what they were gonna do um Jeezy. so there's a rumor rumor has it's only a rumor at this stage it might not be confirmed yeah. but there is a talk of maybe perhaps them rekindling their relationship just because the financial incentive right now 
has got them both messed up. Kanye's broke. He lost his billionaire status. It's like a, it's wow. like a divorce where you're like, we're not as good without each other as we were with each other. But what integrity do you have if you use a global platform like all the news outlets, all this kind of stuff to basically denounce a celebrity partner because of their anti-Semitism? And then all the Jewish community and Jewish allies, I consider myself an ally of the Jewish people, are like, yeah, okay, sweet, whatever. Only to a few weeks later, a couple of months. Months, yeah. Be like, actually, do you know what? I don't think they'll do it. We I can imagine in the boardroom that some there's discussions about it. And that's probably what's fueled the rumors. But I don't think they've ever got the kind of cojones to really put this out in the public and say, yo, like we're going to yeah. rekindle this relationship because it would be too much backlash, number one. Do you think they could save this by finding another celebrity to take over the helm? And do you think another celebrity <sighs> would be willing to do it? Who could, who would be willing to do that? I don't know. There's no one with the problem is you can't replace Kanye. Mm. You got Ye. You can't replace him. That's the problem. There's only so many people on the, at that intersection of fashion, culture, and music, and just like you know, what I mean, who could you get? We get ASAP to come in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I took Chris Brown's guy. I'm gonna take Kanye. Tyler's billions. the creator. Tyler. Tyler's doing this thing. He's got his own little fashion brand that he's got but independent. He might, be willing, he might be willing to just come in on a part time basis. Right. Do a little something, something, or some Afrobeat star. Bring Wizkid in. But what are you talking about? Is in taking the Yeezy stock and rebranding it or you mean Just brand new some, you mean you know glitter on it jazz it up a little bit like funkify it you i know honestly what I mean? feel like this <laughs> adidas definitely um benefited a lot from partnering with kanye in terms of like their position within streetwear oh, adidas was totally. not the cool thing like, it was nike no. basically for the longest period of time yeah but the problem is celebrities are it's a double-edged sword mm. you know what i'm saying they're, they're, it Risky. comes with a lot of risk there's a lot of upside there's a lot of downside your corporation is basically tied to the behavior of an of one individual external person yeah and an, an erratic one at that as well so i don't think they're going to be equipped to ever partner with another celebrity like that i, I wouldn't recommend thing. it outside of sports because i feel like sports people are kind of beaten down and mm. media trained whereas when you're kind of a quote-unquote rock star yeah your whole persona is i do whatever the hell i want break the rules exactly one thing that i find a bit troubling about this narrative because you know me i'm always looking out for examples of racism and oppression (laughs) the headline that i saw was like adidas profits are threatened for the first time in 20 years due to bad celebrity partnerships it's more than that though isn't it right it's it's bad management like you negotiated the terms of the contract you had a whole ass legal team you had a sales division you had marketing you had so many opportunities to maximize the celebrities while you had access to them and similarly you have a risk management team you like know all the potential outcomes it goes beyond one celebrity like yay behaving badly or one celebrity like beyonce not fulfilling her part of the bargain it's also on you as a partner to make the most of that relationship absolutely absolutely i agree um we'll leave it at that that's been this week's techish uh thanks for listening hit us up on hashtag techish or hit at techish pod on instagram and twitter leave a review tell a friend tell a friend thanks once again for always listening and we'll catch you next week bye